Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. As I said at the beginning of Mass, this is the World Day for Grandparents. And one of the amazing things to think about your grandparents is they connect you to a story that is bigger than you and me. It means your life story doesn't actually start with you, and my life story doesn't start with me. It starts with our parents and their parents, and then it takes you into the mystery of their parents and their parents and their parents. We become a part of something so much bigger than ourselves. No one was consulted if they wanted to be born. No one was consulted if you wanted to be born to your family lineage. These are just things in life we come to accept or we spend a lot of time fighting against. But nonetheless, they are realities like gravity. They're there and they're not going anywhere. And as the grandparents are a part of our lives, they also teach us many traditions. For some people, their grandparents have recipes that they pass down. I think to this day, my mom and her aunt are still trying to figure out how she made the pie crust. And so they pass down recipes, or maybe you're a part of an Italian family, and you do the seven fish on Christmas Eve because that's just what you've done. There's passing down of recipes, traditions, and a way of being family, a way of forming your identity. And so much of it is beautiful. It's also the way we get our scriptures from a very human level. So ignoring the Holy Spirit for just a moment, if I can be so bold, or rather to say that the Holy Spirit is working through all the human vessels, people told stories of what God had done. And then the next generation told the stories. Then the next generation told the stories. And just like on college campuses, it's cool at a coffee shop to say, hey, tell me your story. And by doing that, you get to know the identity of the person. So too, in our scriptures, stories are passed down and we get to know what kind of God we worship and we're busy trying to be close to. And that comes from one generation to the next. I remember my own grandparents, my maternal grandparents well, My grandmother, we called Old Ironside. (laughs) She, at 70 years old, enrolled in auto mechanics school because, as she put it, I can't say it the exact phrase in a church, but we'll just say she thought she was being taken advantage by her mechanics. (laughs) So she learned how to change oil and all those things at 70 years old. Very shrewd woman, very wise, clever, right out of the Great Depression. She invested and made quite a bit of money in the stock market coming out of the Depression. And then, of course, as she got older, she entrusted that to someone who, sad to say, took advantage of her, and she lost a lot of their money. Her name was Mary. Her husband, my grandfather's name was Joseph. Uh, She also thought the son, like, rose and set on me, so I liked her a lot. She played baseball with me, she played all sorts of games with me, and a very, very good woman. Died my first or second year in the seminary. 
And she was married to Joseph. Joseph wanted to be a priest at a young age, my grandfather, but he stuttered. And back then, stuttering was certainly an impediment to preaching. And so he thought, well, clearly God must not be calling me to that. And he shifted his track and they got married. Joseph was a man of few words. And I remember one time my parents and I were over their house and my dad and my grandmother, old Ironside, they were debating about something going on in the world. And both of them were heated, heating, heated up as, you know, families do. And my grandfather, who didn't say much, simply raised his voice, no stutter, and said, enough. Well, you would have thought we destroyed the home and something. It was the most deafening silence. And I remember even as a young boy, very, realizing very clearly he was not going to let his wife be spoken to that way. He didn't care by who, and he wasn't going to have that kind of conversation in a home on a family weekend. See, grandparents have a way of passing down virtues and passing down morals without sitting down to the day-to-day lessons parents must be doing, but they can do it in the way they live, in one word, enough, and it passes things on. Grandparents have a way of speaking to their grandkids that parents can never do. Parents can harp and gripe and be mad at their kids, do more of this, do less of this, and yeah, whatever. But a grandmother or grandfather just has to say, what's going on? I know you. This is not you. Tears come immediately. (laughs) Because grandparents have a way of getting into people's hearts that just simply parents do not have. And so we want to remember the gift of either being a grandparent or the gift of our own grandparents to realize how what they mean to us. In particular, Pope Francis talks about today being a grandparent. He himself is in his 80s, and so he speaks to being elderly as one of the elderly. And he says, you know, we hear in the church, and in particular from Jesus, we hear the phrase, go and make disciples of all nations. And he says this is so important that grandparents realize this is their role as well. So often it can be like, well... That's young people's job. I'm a grandparent now. How am I going to make all disciples, of, make all nations disciples? He says, think about this. What is our vocation at our age? To preserve our roots, to pass on the faith to the young, and to care for little ones. Never forget this. And I want to read this kind of long quote But I want grandparents here to recognize the questions he raises. I've heard enough of your hearts to know this is in your hearts. And children and grandchildren, I want you to realize that this is what's going on in your grandparents' hearts. He says, you may wonder, how can this be possible? My energy is running out and I don't think I can do much. How can I act differently with these habits that have been so much a part of my life? How can I devote myself to those who are poor when I am already so concerned about my own family? How can I broaden my vision when I can't even leave the residence where I live? Isn't my solitude already sufficiently a heavy enough burden? How many are you asking this question? 
Pope Francis says, aren't you asking this question, isn't my solitude enough of a burden? And he says, Jesus himself heard these questions from Nicodemus in the Gospel of John when he said, how can a man be born again when he's old? This is what Pope Francis says, it can happen. No matter what age you are, it can happen. If you open your hearts to the workings of the Holy Spirit, He can do things that we could never ask for or imagine. And so from the baptisms I've seen where three or four generations are gathered together, or when I've been to Jennings and I see kids and grandkids around the home of their dying grandparents, And it's a time of such tenderness and such sadness as they have to say goodbye to grandma and grandpa. Or when I've been to Chippewa Place and people say, my grandkids all live so far away, I only get to see them through Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or Teams or what have you. All of this are the real relationships that make us. Pope Francis said this morning, He's afraid of a world that is so busy, it doesn't know how to stop and be with people. And so, through the church's power, there's been an indulgence granted. Anyone who visits in person or virtually a grandparent this week, prays for the Pope, today you're receiving the Eucharist, and goes to confession in a reasonable amount of time, will receive an indulgence which means a lessening of the responsibility of our sins. All for being good to our grandparents. All because in God's plan, He doesn't want to download information. He wants to share Himself through the passing on of the stories from one generation to the next. Grandparents, never minimize the power you can have because the Holy Spirit is with you. Kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, never forget you would not be here quite literally without them. And together we all grow in the humility and awe that Jesus himself was born into a family, and God the Father works through the most human of ways. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.